Welcome to King's Sus. We're in the car, sussing it up. Please open the door and let me tumble out. No. <laughs> We're going. We got a lot of straight road ahead of us, and we're bored. Welcome to King's Chaos. Because 
I don't know. In my experience, I've very rarely seen openers start right when doors open. Doors are usually, like, anywhere between, like, a half an hour to an hour before the first band actually starts. So, that was a bit of a bummer. Um, but I'm like, you know, it's okay. Like, we could still hear them while we're walking around, vibes. And uh, I didn't know them too much, though I would have liked to have seen them. But, whatever. So, we, we go in. And, um, not... The opposite, the opposite of a pet peeve, or I guess a peeve, a lot of, a lot of venues take the caps of water bottles and any bottle from you when you buy drinks. And it annoys me because the point of it is that so you don't throw the cap because you can't throw the bottle. What? I don't understand. So... I would say something that is, I don't know if it, I would say it's a pet peeve, but it is annoying at other venues where you can't have the caps to the bottles. Because now you're walking around with, like, bottles with no tops, and then you could spill it everywhere. Yeah. That happens. But then that's also the same thing with cans. Like, once you open it, you can't close it, so what's the difference? It's annoying. It is. That's, I never get a can at a concert, though. That's why even if I had the choice between a drink that I wanted in a can or a drink that I didn't want as much in a bottle, I'd get the bottle for convenience. Right. Because I'm at a concert, like, I want to move, like, I, I don't know. And I went to Duran Duran a couple of weeks ago now, and the person behind me, I, though I don't know if it was a water bottle or a can or whatever, but whatever it was, spilled all over the ground under their seat to mine and then my bag was soaked and that upset me and I'm I think like that happened at last night too because I don't remember but at some point there was a puddle of water beneath it there was but luckily with the outdoor the seats uh, I mean by the time we got there and we'll get there um we just kind of used the seats to store shirts and like our water bottle and the like all the merch because I'm really glad that the seats were like hard like they didn't flip upwards they yeah. just sat there and so we were able to keep stuff there without them falling so nothing got wet and then arrow do you have to merge pause for driving moment oh, okay um so that's annoying it's just like i feel like it causes more trouble not having the caps. So, I'd say yes, I can count that as a pet peeve then. But for yeah. this instance, I was able to keep the cap, which made me very happy. Anyway, so... Although somebody did come and check on you mm -hmm. at some point. Yeah. And be like, what you got there? Yeah, at some point there was, like, someone who worked there who, um, like, checked in, like, checked the water bottle after it was already, like, I was allowed to have it in to make sure that it wasn't glass. And the thing is, is it wasn't. So I don't really mind that, like, oh, like, double-checking, it's fine. I'd rather be, like, safe than sorry and not, you know, I don't want to break any rules or anything. But it was funny because, like, it was a water bottle. It, it looked like a water bottle. I don't know. But, you know, the guy was just doing his job, so I'm not, I'm not mad. And I wasn't breaking any rules, and so I don't really care. Ooh, we're hitting traffic. The yeah, lick there's is. road work ahead. Oh, 
Hi guys, what's up? <laughs> um, and anyway, so that's when we we got in. Oh, what was kind of funny too is the scanners didn't really work. What scanners? For oh, to get parking. into the parking. So we had like premier parking, and so the guy went to to scan it, and he just made like a scanning noise, just like that. And then he, <laughs> I was like, at least you have a good sense of humor. And it was funny. He's like, I trust you guys. I thought that was that was kind of funny because at this point, why would you go and try to fake it? You'd yeah. have to turn around. You wouldn't know that the scanner was broken. But anyway, I went backwards. We we go into the venue. the The opener is already playing, and we're looking around. And luckily, we ate beforehand, and we didn't like need to get any more food because then we're like, oh, maybe we should just jump on the merch line. Because we want merch. So, we did. We got in. We're like, yeah, let's go get merch. Okay, here's the line. Here's the line. So, the line. We saw a line that was really long. So, here's and the thing. Then... The merch booth was, like, right next to the gates. The entrance mm-hmm. gates. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, it was right next to the gates. And then we see a line and everyone's, like, facing the booth and then we see another line of people who are facing away from the booth and towards the actual stage and at first i'm like did you say another line it looks like another line that's i'm getting there oh okay because it was the same line that's the point you ruined the story anyway (laughs) sorry guys this will be the end of that (laughs) i'm i'm being fired the end of that comment is we were looking around to see if this line of people who were facing away was separate if they're waiting for the bathroom or food or something but no it turns out that the entire merch line went one way wrapped around and came back it went essentially to from the merch booth like i said which were at the gates very at the beginning all the way to the stage and back to the entrance gates yeah so i don't think we got we were there when it was that bad it well, it, it only got gates. worse, and yeah. it, but it did. I think it did eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. But we were, we were. And so I'm like, we need to jump into this line immediately. Um, and then so we ended up standing on the line. We talked to a couple people around us. We're like, this is the merch line, right? And Pause. everyone's like, yes. Pause. If the audio quality got worse, there's a giant truck next to us. Oh yeah. Hey, buddy. How dare you? Go ahead. So we got on the line. And we had people around us reassure us that we were on the right line. And they're like, unfortunately, yes, you are. It's about 645, 650 at this point. Yeah. So this is, this is like, you know, we just got in. There was no like, hey, let's look for a bathroom or, or food or water, anything. Cause we didn't need that. We jumped right online. Where do we even go from here? Because the rest of the story is just Waiting. fast forward two hours. And we get to the front of the line. Like, we made friends along the way. Don't ask <laughs> their names. We don't ask them. for their names, but shout out to the friends that we made on the line. Because um, they they made it not as painful. I mean, like, we were there together, but still, that was just, that was oh, exhausting. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I make it not worth it? That's not what I meant, you butthead. Nah, we would have been sick of each other. You would have been like, oh, this I was sick. Blue-haired girl. I don't oh, know that one. No, you were fine. I um, had several panic attacks. I'll, t- I'll tell you that because I felt bad about missing the 
bands. So that's the other thing. So we missed the opener. We're standing online. We're like, oh, it's it's okay. We we missed them. We were, I guess, we came a little late anyway to when they started, even though we didn't think that they would have started that early. Um, and then we're waiting online, and um, <laughs> their their set ends. Half an hour passes, and then Black Veil Brides was the first of the the three main bands to go. And they start playing, and we're like, oh, that's a bummer. You know, we're going to... At this point, we didn't even gonna, loop around. We're, we didn't even loop around. We're like, oh, we're going to at least miss the beginning of their set. And then it's set in, we're like, we're going to miss them entirely. Oh. So we... They started, though, when we were looping. We, we were about... We were the- about to loop around, and they started the set. So we're like, oh, not that bad. Stupid, I know. And then, yeah, and then we were, we made it. So now now we're at the halfway point where we loop. And then I want to say we were only halfway through the the line, the yeah. part that was facing the merch booth when they ended the set. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there like, what do you think they're playing right now? And I barely heard knives and pens and uh, in the end. And um, we just missed the entire set. Once Black Veil Brides ends, the anxiety really starts getting... Because I was there for Iceman Kills and Motionless. Mm -hmm. It was Motionless's hometown, so we knew for a fact they were going to end. Yeah. And also, one of the guys we were talking to online pulled up a Twitter thing where someone asked, like, Hey, you closing the show tonight? And they just go, yeah. Yeah. So we're like, okay, they're last. So that Mm -hmm. means Ice Nine is next. Yeah. Ice Nine being one of my, I guess, favorite bands... You guess. Yeah, it's, just, it's weird to say that. I just Why? I don't know. I just assist. because I've, I, I've only been listening to them like three years. When I think of you, I think Ice Nine Kills. But then again, Shinedown is also one of my favorite bands. Shinedown, Ice Nine Kills, Citizen Soldier, Motionless and White, I all started listening to about the same time. And they're like my four favorite bands. Good. This is an energy drink, by the way. Somebody at my work once confused an energy drink for a white claw. Mm. What time of day was it? This was like afternoon, 12, 12 o'clock. It's noon. It's noon and you're already pulling out the white claws? In the office. In right? the office. Um. So then we're still waiting online and now we just kind of accepted that, you know, this is the rest of our lives. We're just going to be on the merch line forever. Dead. And then, of course, um, we're looking up uh, Setlist FM now has a feature where it tells you um, most of the time when like um, sets start and end. If people could put put in that information, like the average amount of time that an artist is on stage for a tour and like just data, stuff like that. So I saw that in a previous date, the second band. Well, the second of the main three bands would go on at like 8.50. And we're still, we finally get to the merch mob where like at some point you're waiting on this line forever and then you're just in like this mush of people. Yeah, one like. uh, Near the table. Once the table is like for that five, ten feet, there are no lines anymore. It's just. It's just. It's a mosh pit. Well, the thing is. The thing is, the merch pit. The thing is, is like, that's what I expect all the time. 
I've been in a million of those where it's just like a mush of people. There's yeah, no but real line or. Imagine Dragons was organized. Imagine Dragons was organized. That was at PNC. Um, but oftentimes I've been to PNC, so they usually have more mer merch booths. They have one now by the lawn. And then the one that I've usually gone to is like right when you enter, it's towards the left when you go to like, I think like the north side of the whole venue. And that's usually just a mob. It's just people squish in there. But it's honestly not as bad. I've never seen a merch line as Neither bad as was organized. Was there. If, if you didn't walk in one single file in the meat locker, you were just stationary. You wouldn't get anywhere. If someone was, was trying to come the other way, everyone would have to leave the venue with that person and then pile back in. Yeah. Like in a packed elevator. Oh, you mean the actual stage portion of it? The whole venue. One person wants to leave. Everyone's got to leave together. Let that person out, and that then we pile back in. That was an interesting venue. That is a small Should venue. Should we start talking about pet peeves at some point? Because we're like 20 minutes in. Well, okay, so my pet peeve is that... Why was the line so long? No, we're actually getting to the main peeve. Well, here's the thing. This is something, not a pet peeve, because it's not a consistent thing, but something about the concert. There was another side of the venue on the other side of the stage, which I, which one of the person people we were talking to who happened to live very close to the venue, Montage Mountain, um, said there is another entrance that people go into um, mm -hmm. on the other side of the stage opposite from where we came in. You know, that'd be a cool place to put a merch booth, right? Mm -hmm. They did. For VIP only. You can't have that big of a venue and have one merch booth for general admission. That, that was ridiculous. Well, clearly you can. It doesn't mean that no, you should. No, because that's ridiculous. I say we got lucky that it only took two hours. Mm -hmm. Going to a concert, you should not have to play roulette whether you want merch or you want to see the band you paid for. Mm -hmm. That's what annoyed me the most about the whole line and stuff last night. Yeah. Something else, but we'll get to that later. We'll get to that. We'll get to that very soon, actually. But, but the main issue I had was, oh, you want merch or you want to actually see the bands? You can't have both. Because even when the show ended, the merch line was no better. It was just as long. Yeah. And then the thing is, is like, we also, I mean, I can't, I can't say too much. Kyle was the one who did all the driving. So, and I appreciate it. And so the thing is, is like, do we really want to, even if it was half the time, do we really want to wait for an hour after the concert to get merch? And then also run the risk of like, oh, I, I wait all this time and I don't even have a shirt in my size. Yeah. Um, but so that's why we ended up waiting. And then at some point we were on the line for so long. We're like, we can't back out, but it started getting annoying because we knew, again, I looked at the Setlist website and saw that the second band usually starts around 8.50 and now it's like 8.45 and we're like a couple people, uh, in, only a couple people are in front of us from when we get to one of the merch people. And so 
Of course, we hate this because that means that Ice Nine Kills is going to start like any second, and <sighs> we're really there for them and Motionless. So we missed about what two, three songs from Ice Nine. Did we? Yeah. I thought like two. Two, like two to three. Maybe we, two to three. We got in there. Was it hip to be squared or? Well, you're going forward. Sorry. You're, you're skipping the peeve. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm about to get to the point of this, how this connects to your theme, and you're skipping it. <laughs> so. This is this is what stinks the most. It's and chaos. We tell this story Quentin Tarantino <laughs> style. And so this is where the idea of pet peeves comes in because now we're hearing soundtrack, we're hearing the crowd cheer, and we're like, oh no, Ice Nine Kills is gonna start. And we're so close to getting the merch that and, it would make no sense to leave. And here's the problem. It's not even like, oh, yeah, we'll just listen to it until we get the merch and then we'll go see them. We were so far from the stage, you could barely hear the live mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Like, if you really know the song, you could probably figure it out. Yeah. But even then, like, like you, can't, you can't just chill and listen. Like, like we said before, mm-hmm. the line went to the stage, looped around, went back to the entrance. When Black Veil went on, we were at that loop. So we were the closest to the stage. As soon as Black Veil started. Mm-hmm. We progressively could not hear them we as the line further. moved closer to the merch booth. Yeah. Like, it's different. Again, like, a, I've missed a couple openers before, like, at many venues. And, like, PNC, like, you could still hear it. Yeah. Like, you could walk all around because yeah, that's heard just how Mac loud Miller, it was. We heard Mac Miller fine when we were eating and whatnot. Who's Mac Miller? Macklemore? Macklemore, yeah. Mac Miller, Mac Miller is an artist, just someone else. Is it? Yes. Yes. Macklemore, yes. You know, we heard Mac and Cheese just fine. Is Mac Miller even alive? I'm pretty sure he's not. Oh, he's not. <laughs> we were so far gone, we heard Mac Miller. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Anyway. He's not playing anyway. live music anymore. I'm gonna drive. Actually, no, I'm not. We're still. No, you're not. This is traffic. Anyway, (laughs) we're after. We're getting to the peeve. We're getting to the pet peeve. So, Ice Nine Kills is starting their set. There's only like two people in front of, between us and the merch. There's a group. Uh, one. There's two parties in front of us. A single person right in front of us, and then the people currently at the merch booth, two people. And those two people. We can only assume. We can only assume. Okay, we don't know exactly, but people are people. So we're not in... Chances are, if it wasn't them, it was somebody else. Do you want to say it or should I? All I'm going to say is we have now been waiting online for two hours. So... We can only assume that everyone else around us has also been waiting for two hours, which Uh, means. So to preface, we were online with these people, like the two the two groups of people in front of us and the person behind us. We were all kind of just chatting. They were very nice people. Once we got to the merch pit, we all split. 
I have no idea where they all went. <laughs> that was probably a half hour. That's probably like when Black Veil just ended and they were doing the switch. No, I think it was... There was more time. More time? Yeah. Anyway, we couldn't hear, so who would know? We spent that entire time in the merch pit, looking up, trying to decide what we wanted to. So we just assumed everybody would do that. You know, according to one person, there were people who were there since six. Doors opened, or were claimed to open, at 6.30. Go ahead. I'll jump in later. I thought I already provided context for all that. I know, I just wanted to give a quick recap. Okay, the quick recap... Because we've been talking for 25 minutes. The quick recap is this line wasn't quick. We were there for a very long time. We couldn't see the merch, but we figured everything was moving slow enough that by the time we got into the merch mob, we would have time to look at the merch. We, you know, lifted our arms up, took photos just to see what was going on. I set new records for Olympic high jump. That... So, by the time we would get to the front, we would know exactly what we want. In, out, done. Let's go to our seats and see as much as we can. We had a first, second, and third in case they didn't have anything. Yes. We were prepared. Others, not so much. From what we could see, there were the people in front of us, not right in front of us, Who were deciding on what they wanted to get when they got to the front of the line. And that's the pet peeve. And I'll give it this. I saw the the group of two, two people in front of us. They did have a notes app pulled up, which looked like what they wanted. Mm -hmm. However, I don't think they had backups in case they didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's understandable, you assume, oh, they'll probably just have it. That's a stupid thing to assume, but fine, I get it. Hence the the backups times two Yes. by the time we got up there. However, keep in mind, there's no possible way... Hi, I'm... I'm, I need a drink. There's no possible way everybody was smart. People are very smart. There's 6,000 people. Thank you, Chris, for the statistics. The chances of all of them being smart, very slim. 0.1%. <laughs> the pet peeve, which you needed 30 minutes of context for, and this does Why'd you kiss my audience? The pet peeve, and this doesn't just apply to last night, because this happens everywhere. The people <laughs> who decide, once they're at the register... Oh, yeah, the menu would be a good thing to look at. I decide what I want before I go into a building. Kind of. And even if I'm indecisive, I have narrowed it down to two. And let's say I don't know what I want entirely when I get exactly. My panic allows me to choose. How do you stand in line for two hours and not even make a consideration of what you want? I hope you do a slow zoom in on your face right there. 
because it depends on how still you hold the camera. I didn't. It flopped all over the place. I'm gonna keep moving until I'm uncomfy. So, Kyle's gonna take a breather now, and I'm gonna keep going. So, I have one more pet peeve that uh, doesn't relate to it. That doesn't relate to uh, the night. We'll get to it later. Okay. So, Excuse me. now Ice Nine Kills starts, and these people are deciding on what merch they want, which is so infuriating, because that's who we're here to see. So, that's the peeve. But the rest of the story is, you know, the person in front of us had it together. I'm pretty sure. Like, they just bought like, a lot. They bought a lot. Because um, what happened to is one of the people that we did end up talking to a lot um, was there at least with her son who was watching the show. Who was in the pit. Who was in the pit. Um, so she was getting merch for them. So, like, we don't know how many people this person in front of us was buying merch for. The problem but is... she knew what she was doing. Yeah. The, the problem is with merch, and this is no... This is not a criticism on how merch booth are run or the people working there, because, God, they were there for hours, mm-hmm. so my heart goes out to them. And they did a great job. Like, yeah. they were very efficient. Yes. And, like, I literally... There's no blame on them whatsoever. But the problem is... There's just so many boxes that you have to put all of one type of shirt, no matter the size, into one box. And the people working at the merch booth, to make it easier, obviously, go one shirt, go find it, come back, another shirt, find it. Which adds time. No criticism on them. That's how they do it. They have to deal with so much. I'm so sorry for them. But it just takes a while because you have to find the size and be like, oh, maybe we don't have the size or whatever. And they, they, the, I saw they were like adding stuff to the cart as we were going on. So maybe that kept track of how much they had in each size. Hopefully. Maybe. I don't know. Because the shirt you got, she went and looked for it before she's like, oh, we don't have that. Yeah. So maybe it doesn't keep track. Anyway. Doesn't. The, the issue is when you buy so many shirts, and we're guilty, we bought like four, but you, they have to go back and forth each time, which is unfortunate, but oh. you know, that's how it works. Oh, wait, are you done? What was my point? I don't know what my point in bringing that up was, but yeah. My, I'm going to advise that if you get a poster in this kind of situation, get the poster first, because what happened was, so obviously I was with Kyle... I wanted to get a poster. My mom's now finding out about the poster. Um, But it's a small one. Don't worry. But so she gave us the poster and the tube. And luckily, because I was there with Kyle, you were able to put the poster in the tube. Right? I I, I got it. While I was paying. But so a tiny thing is, is if I was alone... I would have. I wish I would have known to get it first, because right. then I could have put it in the tube while she was talking, and then that would have cut down on time. Not like it still worked out because you were there. Yeah. But if I was alone, but that's a side note of of emol advice. Um, but what was your point? Just the, in addition, like you have to account for like by the time you get up there, it's not like you know done as much as we would have liked because of literally like. That's how it works. We, we did our best to streamline the process. And we did. From what yeah. we could control. We said, we have our shirts, we have our sizes, 
boom, 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 boom. And we were in, I, I think we were one of the quicker ones. I, I we were probably, to. yeah, on the on the quicker side. For people who were getting, I gotta, I gotta move this. We were on the quicker side for people who were getting a decent amount of merch. Um, but, like, when you're in a situation like that, you just gotta do your part. And, like, you know, it's on, because everyone wants to go see the bands. Now, what's kind of interesting, though, is there were, the people that we were talking to weren't really there for Ice Nine Kills. They, they were mostly there for Motionless, and, like, that's cool, I guess, but, you know, we wanted before. to see Ice Nine Kills. So then, by the time, so then we get merch, Kyle's holding on to the tube. Of, and my sanity. And his sanity, barely holding on to that, which I understand. Um, and then I'm, I'm squeezing these four shirts against my chest and I'm like, go. And we just book it and I don't run. <laughs> she ran. And I ran because him. We ran so much. We overshot our seats. Well, yeah, we, did, we, I've never been to this venue before. You've never been to this no. venue before. No, and I just so, take weekend trips to Scranton. Yeah. Let's do it from now on. We'll do, like, a King's Chaos mobile unit, and we'll just make more episodes. Yes, because there's so much to do in Scranton, as evident by the empty parking lot at our hotel. We checked into our hotel last, last yesterday at, what was it, two-ish? Yeah. There were two cars in the parking lot. Yeah, we were getting a little concerned. At least I was. I'm like, is this an actual hotel? Yeah, exactly. And the hotel wasn't that big either. No, it was really it was small. Yeah. Um. Side note, though, this morning we did um, we had breakfast and we did see people with Ice Nine Kills t-shirts, and I was like, oh, cool. We're not the only ones who stayed here for the concert. Yeah, after the concert at like 1 a.m. ish, the parking lot was much more significantly filled. Mm-hmm. It was weird. But anyway, back to the concert. Oh, yeah, that's still going on. It's going to be longer than the actual concert at this point. Not longer than the merch line, though. (laughs) Um, We, yeah, we overshot the seats, but we got the right section. And um, so they're already, they're playing. And we end up, the majority of the set we were there for. Yeah. Um, It felt a little short, but we later just... uh, we're thinking of like, did it feel short because the set, because we missed a couple songs, or was the set actual sh- actually short? Right. I think it was definitely both. I also think um, knowing a song, like being familiar with it, makes it shorter because you know the layout of the song. I could see that. So, like, when I'm listening to an album that I know front to back, maybe it's just because I enjoy it more because I know the songs. But it's definitely feels shorter than if I'm listening to a new album for the first time. Yeah. Not Justin Timberlake's 2020 experience, though, stay safe. Um, I'm really sure the shortest song is like five or six minutes. Jesus. And then the longest is 11 and a half. Oh my god. And I know other people could look at that and laugh because Dream Theater, <laughs> etc. Um, but anyway, I could see that. Um, we found our seats, and luckily no one was in them. Yeah. That happens a lot, especially because we were on the aisle. 
Um, I assumed, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, people, someone's probably going to be in our seat. Yeah, and I was really surprised that no one was. Because that happened even at um, Imagine Dragons. Someone was there. Yeah. Oh, my God, there was someone who was, like, seat hopping at My Chemical Romance. Um, in, where was I? Uh, UBS. And, like, we just saw this person bounce from, like, seat to seat in our section. And we're like, dude, just go. <laughs> like, what? I don't, I don't ever see myself ever doing that. The only time I'd ever squeeze in to get closer is when you're literally in the pit. And that's usually, I'm not usually in, in the pit for like big shows yeah. like this or like I, the garden I, or anything. It's usually just like really small venues. But besides that, like if you have a seat, just go to your seat. Unless you see there's like a whole section where like, oh, this seat was not, is empty. This was not. No. Although, when we bought the tickets, there was a significant amount of seats left. Yeah. I don't know how it was since then. We bought them in, like, July. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, luckily, no one was there, and then we just kind of, like, squeezed in, and we're like, oh, cool, our seats. And, uh, like I mentioned before, the, um, the seats themselves didn't, like, flip up. They were hard, and, like, they just stayed, if that makes any sense. Does that make any sense? stationary seats stationary they they seats they did not fold not that we used them like unlike I think we sat unlike down my money between what anyway <laughs> that, anyway that, that was the whole bit um then we just put our merch there and I that was a convenient thing about the, the place is what I'm saying. Because then you, we also saw, talked about how there was someone's drink who clearly spilled and there's water all over the floor. We but the good thing is, water. we assume it was water. There was a drink on the floor. But the cool thing is, is that we were able to put the merch and the bags and whatever on the seats. And so they did not get wet. So that was not inconvenient. I also felt like when we, people were coming in and out of the row, because that's, of course, what you deal with when you do sit on the aisle, is right. you have to let people in and out. I was able to, like, bend, yeah. like you usually do. Like, you stand forward, you kind of, like, bend to give people space. There was enough space for people to get by. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. There was, I think it was actually the garden that was just horrible. The square? It, That's Emil's I'm game. not talking to Kyle anymore. Hi, it's just Emil now. Um, there Should wasn't that much. Should we get more pet peeves at some point? Yeah, I will get there. There wasn't that much room to let people in and out at some other venues. And so now it's just, I'm also reviewing the, the venue at this point too. You are just giving a recap of the concert. Yeah. I with don't know one, why. We've hit one pet peeve at this point. I don't know why you decided that with such a, a hot topic right now that you would choose something else. I just wanted the name of the episode, Fast and Furious. <laughs> I mean, I'm still furious at like the merch line took so long grr and that's that's the fury um but yeah to, to finish the the concert summary i suppose what we saw was really good yeah um so we saw the majority of ice nine kills and then we kind of chilled out for a couple minutes while they set up for motionless emotionless went on stage and it was awesome and so i I've seen a decent amount of bands that perform in their hometowns as like when I see them in the city. Cause, um, 
you know, uh, there's a lot of bands that come from, or just New York in general, I suppose, but a lot of them that come from New York City, and then they're like, you know, I grew up going to shows at the Garden, and now I'm on the stage, and it's fascinating, and so they kind of, they had that same moment in Scranton, and it was cool being there for a moment like that, you know, like, this is where they came from, and, and, you know, they're, they're on their own, this might have been my first time at this venue, but this is some, like, a place that, um, that, you know, they've been going to as music enthusiasts, and now they're on stage, which is really cool. Which is and weird, though, because you found out that Chris was the only founding member of Motionless Left? I believe so, but I read, like, a quick article. I don't remember why. I think I was trying to, like... I don't know. I think we, I was... we were looking up the members, that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah, we were looking up the members and then I came across something I think he's the only founding member but maybe the rest of them are, are around you know <laughs> I, we'll, we'll do some more research on that I suppose um but so what was really cool too is that they performed their song 570 which is the area code for Scranton Pennsylvania and um it's mm-hmm. go ahead oh it's just a song about like essentially their story um as a band and so to hear 570 in 570 was really cool um they played it very early though i expected that to be maybe one of the closer songs it was like number three yeah but i guess everyone expected it like that's not a song that was on the set list like normally i don't think the other places have heard them but of course they're gonna do it here um so everyone expected them to do it so i guess at that point they're like eh Let's do it. But they also, they replaced Brand New Numb. According to the set list that we saw from another uh, another venue. Which means, like, they might not stick to it entirely. Right. Um, I don't think any of them did. Yeah. Like, who did? I know Black Veil changed it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance. From one show to the next, I don't think they really follow a set list. Um, again, I saw them a couple weeks ago now. And as far as I saw on the set list, they weren't going to do Cancer. And they did, and it was outstanding. So point is, is like I've seen more recently. Well, I've seen more concerts recently, but bands have been kind of like their set lists have been fluctuating, which I think is actually really cool because I kind of look at the set list for a general idea, but I sometimes I don't because I don't want it to be spoiled. Um, Welcome to the emo's thoughts portion. Of yeah, the show. no, I'm trying to get at like like a pet peeve in there somehow but the thing is is like i don't really mind if i know the set list but it does annoy me when like people don't want to know the set list and then people tell them but the same thing goes with like like shows and stuff yeah you're essentially spoiling it because people don't think that that's a spoiler right they think like oh my god they're gonna do this song some people don't want to know right and personally i don't really mind i actually don't mind spoilers that much like yeah oh man i lose the emotional thing of this is what of figuring out finding out what happens but a i don't watch shows often enough so i often forget and Mm -hmm. b it gives me the chance to figure out oh how are they going to connect the dots to get there Mm -hmm. so like spoilers for me i don't care too much Mm -hmm. so like that's not a pet peeve of mine but I, i understand why people don't like that you lose that emotional attachment 
I I get annoyed when there are people though who just don't want things to be spoiled. Again, I could connect it to the concert because people do not. You either really want to know the set list or you really don't. I guess you could be in between like I am, but like if you really are avoiding finding out what the set list is, don't tell people. Don't 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 tell those people who don't want to know. Don't be a scutch. Exactly. Um, so that's how I can connect my rant to pet peeves. Your 45 minute 45 rant. 45 minute rant. And recap. Um, but to finish that, Motionless was amazing. I had a great time. I hope you had a good time. He I did. did. He did. And, um... However, a pet peeve of mine, and this is the one that relates nothing to the concert, I hate when people ride your ass on the road in terms of driving. I don't know what else anyone else thought I meant. I can't tell what face he was giving me right now. I hate when people ride your ass, cut you off, whatever. And I get it. You don't know what somebody's going through. They could be in a rush to get somewhere. But that's not going to do anything. Yeah. Right? So we were just driving before we started recording. I was in the lane because, like, the guy was a little... I was going a little too fast for the guy in front of me. I get in the left lane, and all of a sudden, there's this Jeep behind me. A little too close. So I'm like, okay, this isn't going to work. I move over. The second I move over, he's like, see you later, and bolts past me. Another time, this was, I think, yesterday. I think we were going to Panera, not the concert. We were in, I don't know if it was a left, straight, right, or two lefts, and the second left was also straight. But we, the light was green, and we were about to turn. Or no, 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 it wasn't green. It was a yield, I believe. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I'm sorry. So we were at some point. And I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was a go at your own discretion kind of thing. And this guy from the lane over oh, us I don't know. drives past us. No, no, this wasn't even in Scranton. This was, we were just leaving. This was at school. Yeah, I think so. This was, so on, this was, was on campus. A, <laughs> yeah, this was a one lane left. And then I believe a straight and a right in the same lane. I forget what it is, but it, it's one where it's not two lanes of left. And this yeah. guy in the lane next to us comes past us and flips me off while he was driving. Of course, he had like a Mustang because of course he did. Not to put out any stereotypes, but I'm sure this guy was a little full of himself. Also a college student, so, so yeah. chances of being self-centered kind of through the roof right now. Um, he turns. He, I'm assuming it's cutting me off, if that's the correct term. Cuts me off, flips me off. Know how far he got? Three feet, maybe? Because there was a line of traffic right as soon as you turned onto the road. So I have a question for anyone who does that. What do you accomplish? What does that accomplish, cutting somebody off? Especially on a not-highway. 
because it's happened several times where somebody will jump in front of me or whoever's driving and then they're at the same red light they would have been at if they stuck behind us. The thing is, is like, why did this guy think you weren't going? Like, I if, don't know. Why did that you... guy honk at you when the light was red? Well, that I was going to bring that up oh, in a second. Sorry. No, I don't care. I'm full of spoilers no, today. you're fine. Yeah. That's the thing is like, if you were able to turn, then you would. And the thing is, is like, Every so often when I'm driving, like I've been driving for like years now, but there are still some times where I need, oh my God, especially when I, I leave my house. Cause I live off of like a really long road and then to get anywhere, I need to leave that long road right. and I go onto left or right out of my house. Like I go onto a main road where you're going decent, a decent speed and there's decent amount of people. So when I go a certain way, um, the left takes a long time because there's a lot of people. Point is, it takes so long that every so turns. often, you're like, wow, I probably could have made that, but I waited too long and now I can't. And so unfortunately, you know, you really just need to go, especially when it comes to driving, because, you know, a wrong decision could go, you know, you don't want to run the risks of that, but of die. Of die. And so, you know, if you're not comfortable taking that turn, then it's wee woo, wee woo. If you're not comfortable making that turn, then you just wait for the next opportunity. If you had opportunity to make a comfortable turn, you would have. Right. So that's the thing that really frustrates me within that situation. It's like, you weren't just sitting there on your phone. You weren't just sitting there waiting like, Oh, I'm going to make sure I'm taking my sweet time. You want to go just like anyone else does. And then, so that person going around you, you could have easily gone immediately. You would have gone if you were able to, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yes. So the story with the arrow, I, ah, I'm so mad. So while we were on campus and I was driving. This was months ago. This, this was, was not this the was, same thing as yesterday. No, this was not the same thing. This was, how long ago was it? I have probably July. Probably July. July. early August. We were going to leave campus. And then, so there, there is a traffic light. And so the, the way that we were coming, we're leaving campus. We want to go left. And so there's two lanes. There's one to go left. And then there's the other lane. You can go straight or you can go right. Now I wasn't told that I had to go left. Um, I was in the right lane and then I had to switch over which is fine because that's what people do. So then I went into the left lane. The guy behind me was clearly upset that um, he thought I was going to end up going in the right lane. And then I went in the left. And so I just kind of like cut in there. I don't think it was dangerously. I think it was fine. I think I just went into the left lane. Yeah. I mean, could if I would have known sooner, I would have done it, which I'm not blaming you for. I do find it funny that I'm just, I just complained about people cutting you off. You say, so I kind of cut this guy off. I cut okay, but the problem is, is in this situation, there's two lanes. I got to go left. What am right. I supposed to do? Right. Yeah. In that situation, you could wait your turn. Yeah. Wait a second. If you're able to go, you would go. Right. But in this situation, I phys I had to be in that lane. I wouldn't know what else to do. Yeah. That guy could have waited. I guess I could have though. I would have inconvenienced the right lane if I stayed in the right lane and then went yeah, left and waited for the left. So I don't think there was. But, I, but you're still not supposed to do that. Well, yeah, obviously. So what, what was I supposed to do? No, no, Stay I think you made line. the right call. Okay, right? Okay, well, yeah, no, that's ironic. But the thing is, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. In that situation, he didn't have to do it. The guy who cut up, 
who went around Kyle. It was also dangerous. Like, in that situation, like, like if you decided to go because you had the opportunity yeah. and that guy was going around you, you guys could have crashed into each other because why would you ever think someone behind you would go around you yeah. when there's only one lane? But anyway, so in this story, I end up going in there and the guy's mad. He honks at me and I'm like, ah, I am sorry. I don't know what to do. I did not know I had to be in this lane. But then what happens is so the light is red for all lanes in our coming from our direction. And then I believe what happened is the right lane gets a green light. It gets the arrow. Oh, the right right lane gets a green light, gets the green light. And then my lane, I'm in the left lane. There's an arrow pointing to the left, but it's red, which means don't go. If it's red, that means do not go. But the guy behind me decides to honk again. And so I think I'm probably inch forward. Because I'm like, you know, you see green, you think you could go. That happens more times than not. The Even way, if I'm not in that lane. Like, the second you see green, you start to go forward. Right. And then you realize, oh, no, that's for the lane next to me. Because that, yeah, that happens that, often. That, that happens. The way I remember it, though, is that every light was red. Which makes it worse. I thought one was green. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the right lane was green. Maybe. I like but, to remember it that everything was red and this guy was honking at you to go. Regardless, yeah, there was... A, no matter what, there was a red arrow on the left lane indicating, do not go. And so the guy honks at me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Then he honks again and then slams on it and just honks the entire time we're sitting there waiting for the green arrow. Yeah, which thankfully wasn't long. Which wasn't that long, but it was long enough where I'm like, are you kidding me? You're just going to sit there and hold the horn while we both wait for the light to turn green. And the thing that stinks is, like, there was no one around. This was later at night, too. This right? was later at night. Well, it was... I don't know if it was late, but it was night. It was definitely not sun. There was not sun. Oh, wait! No, I drove to the meat market, so it wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't that. But, like, at that point, that person probably could have gone around me yeah. and, did, and did whatever that the guy behind you did because they're so you know important and need to get to where they need to be that they don't need to follow you know laws i don't know it was a red arrow if it's red that means do not go now unfortunately for me i have decided to make reference to the story at very bad times and confuse poor kyle here because there were a couple times where the light was red or there was a red arrow, and I was like, Kyle, it's red. That means you can go. And then he starts to inch forward. I'm like, no, wait, no. And he's like, stop it. And I apologize for those moments. I, huh? It's okay. I don't know if it is, but unfortunately, I'm going to stop referencing it while you're driving. Do Thank not worry. That's that appreciated. That infuriated me. And now every time I run into, like, a red arrow or even just a red light, I need to tell someone about it. Because, and I'm really glad that Kyle was with me. Because otherwise, I probably would have been influenced into going through the red light. Which, again, probably wouldn't have been the biggest deal because no one's around. But still, like, just don't, you know, don't do that. Happen, what if there happened to be, like, a university police officer? Exactly. But, like, that's why, you, when in doubt, just follow the law. I, uh, it's uh, kind of hard for some it's, uh, Apparently. And so, I'm. the point is, is I'm really glad that Kyle was there to justify 
my actions and, you know, verify that there in fact was a red light, which means do not go through it. And so... Yes, I served as the eyewitness who just admitted he might remember part of the story wrong. Lol, but regardless, we could both agree the light was you red. You had a red arrow. Yes. There was a red arrow, which meant do not go. And so I guess that's the pet peeve is people don't know how to drive and then people think they know how to drive, but they don't. Because how? Oh! Oh! If we're stuck, in, stuck on pet peeves specifically related to driving, I have one. It's called... Shit, what is it called? Um. The Parkway. Not the turnpike. I don't use that one often. The glasses came off for that one. Get ready. The Parkway. Maybe it's people in New Jersey. Maybe there's some mythical curse on the road. Apparently, people don't know how to drive on the Parkway. Because I live a long time from campus. A longer time. From where she lives. Sorry to dox you. Oh no, everyone knows now. Without fail, there is always, always traffic on the parkway. Usually at the same part every time. I'm editing the, the lighting. And thankfully, thankfully, it's nothing that went wrong. Like, I'm not saying, oh, there better be an accident for this much traffic. No, thank God there's not. And thank God, I assume everyone's okay. Because I don't even see an aftermath. But for this one section on the parkway, nobody moves. Like, you'll be going 60, 65, whatever speed limit you want to use as a suggestion on that road because 55 be damned and then it just comes to a slow crawl and then it picks up again without fail every time I have to drive maybe it's rush hour maybe but it just picks it slows down and picks up inexplicably just like for a certain mile people like what's a gas pedal and, yeah, maybe, like, oh, they cleaned up an accident. Like, no. They cannot clean up an accident that fast, and there's never any aftermath. So what are you doing? What happens during that one stretch of road where the people at the front forget how to drive? And I have one other possible explanation, which is another pet peeve. Maybe there's just construction going on, which there is close to Montclair, not on the parkway. So I've been perceiving Montclair for four or five-ish years now. They have been working on the one road by Montclair for that entire time. And we have a friend who's been going to this school longer than either of us. I will pause the video right now 
and put in a voiceover of the consensus when we ask her if they have been working on this road for as long as she has been going to the school. Pause. Tara. What? How long have you been looking at this school? Like attending here and looking at it through campus tours. Actual answer? Yes. I came here in 2014. Okay. Were they still doing construction on that road in 2014? Which road? You have to be the, more specific. The one... You know, you know what road it is? You know, like, the, the circle, the circle is now? Yes. yes. They have been? Yes. Okay, Holy shit, I'm not a cryptid, dude. Like, come on. What? Resume. So, yes. Drivers, in general, just piss me off. Emil, you got any other ones you want to add on? Speaking of driving, we're on the road because we have gas in the car because Kyle pumped his own gas today because we're in Pennsylvania. And the reason I bring that up is because insert footage here. <laughs> and that's that's why I thought those that's a cute bit. You did it. I'm so proud of you. Now we're going back to New Jersey where other people will do that for us. Um That's not a pet peeve. I really no. like that people will put gas in my car and I don't have to get out. I don't know. It wasn't that bad. No, it's not bad. I don't like to, I don't want to touch it. It seems so yucky. And yeah. the smell, then you smell it. Well, I, you did smell like it. No, not that much. I've smelled gasoline more at that station than I have any right. station I've been to. Well, here's the thing. Going back to our first pet peeve of people not deciding until they get to where they pay. We got lucky that it was empty. I guarantee you, we would have the same issue that we did at the merge if it was crowded. At what? The gas, gas station? station? I don't know how. It's not the same at all. But people would make it take as oh. so much longer than it did. I feel like when people come to pump your gas, it's more efficient. It's like these are people who that's like that's their job. They're doing it the yeah. whole day. They know how to get like in out done. Because also on warm days, on cold days, they just want to go back into the store, usually. Which is why I do feel bad, like, when they come out and they have to do that. But I've also never really known life beyond that. Like, a, a couple weeks ago, my mom and I were in New York, and we were, like, on the border, and we barely remembered that we were in New York. Because I, I live so close to the border. Is this, like, the only, is New Jersey the only state where you do it, where someone does it for you? Um, I don't know if it's the only state, but it's the only state that I've been to. But I only, you know, am in New York, if not New Jersey, with the exception of Pennsylvania every so often. Besides that, I haven't really been, like, I've been to Florida, but I'm not, no one's pumping gas when we're, in, you know, taking the tram at Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, gotta stop. We gotta pump some gas to this this bus to your hotel. Lamal. Self checkout at grocery stores and whatnot because it's just the same. People need to learn how to streamline automation processes. I don't know what people do. I don't understand how you can take so long at self checkout. But places like Target. The target by my house. 
they rarely have people at the cash registers. So it's all self-checkout. I don't think it's that hard. You scan your items, you stick the card in, you're on your way. How, how do people make it take forever? Emil, do you have an answer? Well, sometimes the machine doesn't work. And that happened with me at a CVS once. But it was funny because it was actually a CVS that one of my best friends works at. And we still didn't go to the register. We still went to self-checkout. But the items weren't scanning properly and then they were scanned twice. And then so when stuff like that happens, you need to get assistance. Which is really aggravating because... Like, I hate that too. There was there were a couple times where I was embarrassed to be the person who was taking forever at the self-checkout because there's like things but like how why can't CVS really that crowded? It wasn't, which is good, but it's like sad. I'm like, oh now I need someone to come help me at the self-checkout. The point is is that I didn't really want to inconvenience anyone or interact with anyone. Um I wish that you would be able to remove items. But I kind people. of understand why you can't. Um, what about the, was it a CVS or a Walgreens where you were at where because there were no bags, it physically wouldn't register that, was a CVS. that we put the products down? It was, that was really frustrating. Yeah, we were at a CVS, the CVS by my house. We were picking up stuff for a party, for a graduation party in the summer. Yes. So we got cards. Uh-huh. If you've ever gotten a card, you know it doesn't weigh much. Yeah. And in the beautiful state of New Jersey, we've decided to get rid of all plastic bags with no alternative, yet still require to put items in the bagging area in self-checkout before you can move on. The self-checkout bagging area is, I assume, weight-oriented. It will read a difference in weight before letting you move on. You can't read the difference in weight if something doesn't weigh anything. And so we spent a lot longer than we should have trying to tell the machine, the card is in the bagging area. Please let us scan the next thing. And so there was a person that kept needing to help us. Yes. Because it's like... We're not trying to steal anything. If anything, it's like, you know, like, why would we scan it and then not take it? I don't know. But it, it's a card. It's, it's a thin piece of paper. And even with the envelope, it doesn't weigh that much. So that the, the bagging area didn't recognize that our items were placed. That, that's two small pet peeves of mine. That weight distribution thing was stupid. Um, and also I understand why you get rid of plastic bags, except not really, because if you ever get fruit and put it in the plastic bag, those are still available. My issue is the banning plastic bags and not putting in any kind of alternative. Yeah. Like, like there's some stores that have paper bags now, but some, like not all. Yes. We literally, me and my dad went shopping and we're like, ah, we forgot the reusable bags because it was such a drastic shift. You didn't really have time to transition into it. We brought a backpack into the store, a clear backpack that you you would take to like a concert. 
and we just put the stuff in the cart and put the stuff in the backpack after we paid for it. And another pet peeve. This started many years ago. Do you ever remember the, oh, what the hell were they called? The lip balm obsession? Little egg-like lip balm? The EOS? EOS, yes, that's what they were. Mm-hmm. My sister fell victim to that obsession. Can't say I didn't. But this doesn't relate to just that. It's soaps. It's chapsticks. Actually, chapsticks is fine. But like soaps, EOS, which I guess is on the line. But when people call them flavors (laughs) of non-edible things, (laughs) it is a scent. And I will thank you to call it that. And then there's me. I know this, but I don't care. See, but the thing but is... But the thing is, is I will say, oh, cool chapstick. What breed is it? Yes, you do that. <laughs> I do it on purpose. I am more likely to ask for what flavor car you have. Yeah, but that's I do it ironically. Yeah. It's the people who genuinely mean... Oh, that's a nice cherry-flavored hand soap. It's not. Well, because if you eat it, A, it ain't going to taste like cherry, and B, you're going to black out and end up in a hospital. It's maybe. soap-flavored soap. And most soaps are. But not all. I cannot confirm that. And trust me, if it were flavored soap, putting soap in a child's mouth would not be a punishment. Thank you. So now we're going to go back to school and I'm going to go invent flavored soap. It smells like soap, but tastes like the scent. Okay. Do we have anything else? I think I'm all out. I'm tired. If I didn't lose my voice screaming at the concert last night, I lost it now. Yeah, and if I didn't lose my hearing at the concert last night, I lost it now. Oops. Your levels are all over the place. Oops. I didn't know that I needed to wear earplugs for this episode of King's Chaos. So, I'm gonna pat him on the ear. And, uh, are we gonna conclude this episode? Alright, so I think that's enough for today. Right? Unless you've got something else. Stay hydrated. And... Like, comment, subscribe, and please watch more videos. Appease the YouTube algorithm gods. Thank you. Emo, want to give us an outro? Decide what you want before you get to the register. And apparently you could turn on red lights. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Alright, peace out, everyone. Peace out. (laughs)